Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Okay, Tuesday edition. It's a little rainy, a little gloomy out, a little cooler today. Uh, but still looks like we're going to have a pretty good Mule Day week. Let's see how it goes. My name's Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, has parked the bus and entered the building. How you doing? I'm doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. What's going on? You know, a lot's going on. A, a lot. lot's going on. I'm mad as hell this morning. A lot's going on. But what are you mad as hell about, Mr. York? The, these, these, these politicians who want to talk about prayers after the school shooting yesterday, I don't care about their prayers. They need to pass some sensible gun laws. You know, we, we, we've got a nation that's just gone kaput on doing anything to save our children. The life expectancy of kids getting over five years old has declined. You've got grandkids. I've got grandkids. I want to see them to be adults. Well, my, my take on the situation is different. Of course, I was up in the Tennessee House of Representatives yesterday and went to a committee of meeting where I had to endure uh, Democrats railing against guns. I even heard one Democrat said that the shootings uh, were uh, that the Tennessee's failure to expand Medicare is what caused the shootings. Good Lord. Yeah. And, of course, Biden has dutifully gotten uh, you know, out there on national TV and said it's time to ban some kind of guns. You know, I mean, whatever. The war weapons, Delk. I mean, it doesn't make sense. Here's a person that's carrying two AR-15s. That, that weapon was designed in Viet- for Vietnam combat, jungle combat. And, and then... Lee stands up and pontificate about how sorry he is and and he's the one that headed up passing this constitutional carry law. Well everybody's got know, a gun. Cops are scared. Everybody's got a gun. Miss York, that's like saying we need to ban cars to prevent drunk driving, you know. You know, unfortunately, Mr. York, there were no guns in that school to protect that school. Oh, well, you know, the Democrats constantly want to make it about gay. the tool. Instead of the actual problem, yeah, we, we the have, person. Yeah, we have a law it's against like murder. It's like cars on drunk driving. Yeah, right. If you that, murder that somebody, you could get school. life in prison, or you could get the death penalty. What, what, but, why do but we? People are, you know, what they choose to murder with. That's that's what we're talking about. Yeah, I mean, uh, that was folks, a private Christian school, and they had a right not to have any weapons on the premises. But we have public schools here in Murray County. We got SROs. And I would suggest those SROs get out of the building and start rotating and, and surveying what's going on outside the building. Well, what's guess, Mr. Guess, York. What, and guess what? Republicans have passed a bill this year to put SROs in uh, public, in private schools. So, um, and, and Mr. York, I mean, you're constantly attaching you know the tool to the problem the tool is not the problem it is there's a lot to this it's a very complex situation and and first of all to talk about the sros um murray county is very special in the fact that they were one of the first in the nation to have sros there are great people like derek felt matt spires 
folks that are in the schools here in Murray County, uh, Mike Hudson, protecting those schools. So um, shame on, on you. Watch, shame yeah, on, on you. On my watch on the school board, we implemented the SROs in Murray County, so you don't have to give me a history about it. I know well, about it. To, right. to no, say that they the need to be rotating, I think they're doing a fine job right here in Murray County. Come outside the building and start surveying what's going on outside. How, how do you know they're not doing that? How do you know they're not doing that? I to a school, I see them on the inside. I don't see them on the outside. Well, and, and you're I, not in the school, Mr. York. I don't think you know if they are doing a rotation. Well, you know, I think they need to be more visible on the outside. That's just my suggestion well, because I know they're there and, and they're on the inside. And when, when kids are disruptive, they're dealing with the kids on the inside. But I I think there needs to be more surveillance on the outside also. That's you know, my if, if, I can, if I can interject well, I here. I think is, we can agree on that. Uh, if I, right, I can interject right, we, here. We've got two voices in here that yeah. we've not introduced. First of all, Gabe Howard, Murray County Commissioner, special guest, friend of the station. How you doing, Gabe? Doing well. Thank you for having me. All right. And Coach Mike Lyle is on the board, as usual. How you doing, Coach? I'm I'm doing all right. Uh, I wanted wanted to say, as a teacher who has had to go through some of this training and stuff like that, one of the things that the SROs do, uh, and they are – you know, in the public schools, uh, particularly in the schools that I was involved in, they were constantly in the hallways, moving around, stuff like that. Yes, they they made them. They went into the classrooms every so often to talk with the kids and stuff. But most of the time, uh, they were they were in the hallways because that was the fastest way to put themselves between any intruder and the kids. If they're on the outside and just there's lots you know, of chances. doors. There's lots of doors, and there's also that that very real possibility because a perpetrator is going to plan this. When they're on one side of the building, they're going to come in on the other side, and it's going to take a while for him to get there. If he's on the inside, he has the fastest route to get where he's going to go, um, and, and get where he has to be. And again, as as fast as everything happened yesterday, uh, again, I want to I want to publicly commend. Uh, the Nashville Police Force, from the time they got their first call to the time they had the threat eliminated, was 14 minutes. 14 minutes. Now, unfortunately, you know that was not fast enough for six people. But from what everything I've been able to gather and watching reports and stuff, that could have been a whole lot worse. A tremendous. You know, they they came in. Uh, no they hesi- were attacked no as they were coming in. They no had, hesitation. They, there were no hesitations. They were attacked as they were coming in. They went up, went towards the gunfire, eliminated the problem as as quickly as possible. And um, you know, an SRO might have been able to get between that person, but you know, again, depending on the size of campus and and how many security people they have there, uh, I don't know that they could have responded much faster. You know, three minutes faster, maybe. Uh, well, I think the police were commendable in what they did, but, mm-hmm. but that school also was a private school with no type of, of oh, yeah. obvious security or, or, or SROs. And I know they'll private schools will start doing that now, probably. Yeah, but well, but, but all the doors were locked again, you know, Mr. York. Be, there I'm are not lo- down on the cops. You know, the cops did a heck of a job. There are lots of private schools out there to. that already have security teams. I mean, um, you know, my kids' school. We, we've been blessed with an amazing uh, 
threat assessment and security team that constantly um, is innovating and looking at different ways to protect our kids. And so I, I think that I think that should be more of the conversation. I'm I'm really tired of as you're tired of seeing politicians saying praying for Nashville, which I don't understand why you would even say that, but. For me, I'm tired of seeing Democrats posting, hey, it's time to assault, you know, ban assault weapons. It's time to gun control, gun control. I mean, it's nonsense to not focus on the real problem at hand. If you're crazy enough to kill somebody, it doesn't matter what the weapon is. Yeah, it doesn't matter what the weapon is. We're going to ban all all knives. They're going to find knives. Yeah, I mean, Kane. And now you want to say it's mental health. It's mental health. It's gun ownership. We need some sensible Mental health. I agree with you 100%, Mr. York. I'm not saying take people's guns away, but we need some sensible gun laws. That is what you're saying, actually. You Republicans fail to want to deal with that. You deal with everything else that's immature. Uh, drag queen shows. That's ridiculous. All right, let's get around. To, let's get around to this, folks. First of all, it's Tuesday, and we've got native son, favorite son of Columbia, with us, Ron Hart. How you doing, Ron? Ron, can you hear me? Good morning. Good morning. Hey, man. What's your take on? Uh, uh, yeah, hang on a second. I'm married. Hang on. Yeah, you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. What's your take on what happened in Nashville yesterday? Yeah, I got you. What what's your take, Ron, on what happened in Nashville yesterday? You know, I didn't see it. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm on vacation. But uh, the the knee jerk reaction to banging guns is, is is the most ridiculous thing in the world. It's an easy, stupid answer. They think they they congratulate themselves when they say it that that's that's the answer. There's 320 million guns in America. You're not going to ban guns. Look at every country that did. It led to totalitarianism, from Mussolini to to Hitler to all across the way. You don't ban guns. You, you know we're, we're based off that. So you need to work on some other other ideas. And I think these video games that desensitize kids to murder, uh, mental health probably is a big issue as well. And uh, maybe arming teachers. I'm, I'm fine with that. But uh, this this notion knee jerk reactions it's just such a self satisfying smug answer ban guns I'm for banning guns it, no, under my watch nobody said anything about banning guns Ron nobody said anything about banning guns I said sensible gun laws yeah that's your that's your talking point sensible so what would have changed it was this a legal gun or illegal that's gun that's like yes. immigration reform is a buzzword for open borders yeah. yeah I mean it's just so what, was I, it I illegal guess or illegal you gun decided to do nothing. Doing nothing is going to solve the problem. Mr. York, I disagree with that wholeheartedly. There there was a bill yesterday that, you know, I mean, it was an emotional moment in that uh, Cordell Hole. Um, Leader Lambert uh, talked about House Bill 322, and it is, it is basically setting up guidelines for threat assessment um, for the public school specifically. But after what happened yesterday, he's going to ask for. Uh, I, I would think that there is an amendment that will be uh, made on the House floor that could also include private schools in that. So, yeah, uh, that, that's was, nonsense to say they're not doing anything. I mean, Gabe, well, there was, you know, Gabe, this is after the fact. No, after no, sir. He's had that bill. He's had that bill filed for long before yesterday's well, why shooting. Why hasn't it passed? Why hasn't it passed? Well, what they mentioned... It has a due process that it has to go through. I don't know the details on it, but what they mentioned... Well, talk to them parents about due process. Mr. York, I'm going to answer your question. Uh, The uh, uh, Gabe, I don't know the details, but they mentioned that the Republican legislature has already passed a bill which allows uh, local sheriff's offices uh, to partner with private schools 
provide them training and an SRO. Uh, and that's already been passed, was passed for yesterday. Now, you know, what you've got to also remember, though, this thing turns the liberal narrative, the left narrative. I'm not going to say this. We don't have liberals anymore. We, Hebert Humphrey was a liberal. What we've got today is hard left looney tunes. If and you were making funeral arrangements for your child today, what would you think? I would not. I, I, I can't imagine, Mr. York, but... Uh, here we've got a transvestite woman with two uh, guns entering um, a school like White Earp. And it it just turns the liberal narrative on its head. Big time. Yeah, big time. And, uh, um, you know, she's... Did you do a physical exam on that person to know what you're saying? That's the police officer said it. Are you just saying stuff? She's not the victim. She's She is... Uh, the the perpetrator, and she did now. Well, I've been convinced that she's a victim through the media and all the left wing rhetoric. She's convinced she's a uh, victim. As a result, she's thinking in her mind she can do this. Mental health, mental health is what we need to be talking about. We don't yeah, need to be talking about the tool. She said. We don't need to be. You know, I, I yeah. honestly, yeah, I don't even want to say say she her messaged, or his name or whatever. Uh, she her she published this. her pronouns. I can't. I I couldn't figure out what they were but while they said them but you know folks all i'm saying the beautiful community of columbia is right down the street from nashville and it's happening all over this country and everybody's talking about don't do this don't do that and and the guns are not the problem and the guns are the ones that's killing the people so nobody wants to fess up no the people the people are killing the people 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 kill people yeah i understand that that's an nra talking point gabe no, it's just it, fact. I, it's a fact. In this in this case, whether trans, it's a knife, in this ca- case, a transvestite woman killed people, and folks, we keep our eye. You know, here, you know, part of the business we're in is news, connecting this community. That's what Front Porch Radio is about. We we keep our ear to the ground uh, about uh, the transvestite community here here locally, here in Tennessee, here nationally. Um, and one thing you that I, I just have to comment on, uh, now I don't have a problem with a transvestite person, and I can't imagine what their journey's like. However, the level of vitriol and hate that we hear coming from that community is astounding. And uh, you can't help be reminded of that when you find out who perpetrated these murders yesterday. Let's take a break and come back. I'm reading the CNN feast on it, and they don't mention transvestite at all. That's correct. Grill out, but the price of meat has been skyrocketing at the supermarket. So, how about 20 ribeyes for $39.99? Prime House Direct, America's number one online butcher, is having a gigantic four day sale. Tomorrow through Saturday, 8 a.m. till 7 p.m. Rain or shine at Marvin's, 860 North Ellington Parkway, Lewisburg. Look for the big truck and the big tent. 20 ribeyes, $39.99. 
$1.99. Cases of fillets, New York strips, Delmonico's, homeless chicken breast, and even more shrimp. With wholesale boxes of individual prime portions. That gives seals for long freezer life. 20 ribeyes, $39.99. Accepting cash, credit, debit card, and DBT. 20 ribeyes, $39.99. Stop by and register to win our $1,000 prime steak, chicken, pork, and seafood package, along with a free freezer. No purchase necessary. 20 ribeyes, $39.99. At Marvin's. 860 North Ellington Parkway, Lewisburg. Tomorrow through Saturday, 8 a.m. till 7 p.m. Rain or shine. Online at theprimehousedirect.com. Parks Motor Sales in Columbia has a large assortment of quality new and pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, a trusted sales staff, and financing plans that fit any budget. Visit Parks once and you'll quickly discover why people all over Middle Tennessee have been buying vehicles there for more than 60 years. And factory-certified technicians can service and repair your vehicle as long as you own it. Go to ParksMotorSales.com or stop by the lot at 919 Nashville Highway and take a test drive today. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now, you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter. Like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. 
I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. The mules are back in town. Mule Day 2023, the wagon train departs on Wednesday, headed to Murray County Park. Attend all four days, Thursday, March 30th through Sunday, April 2nd. Mini Mania Show and the Log Pulling Competition Thursday at 12 noon with the Feed Time Race at 2 p.m. At 4 p.m., Jackpot Mule Races has some smoking fast mules, all competing for cash and bragging rights for the title of the fastest mule in Tennessee. Friday at noon is the Driving Mule Show, and at 6 p.m., the Gated Mule State Championship. Saturday is a big day. The Mule Day Parade on West 7th Street in downtown Columbia at 11 a.m. sharp. Then Pony Mule Pulling at noon. Mule Pulling Tennessee State Championships and the Skillington Draft Mule Show at 2 p.m. On Sunday, we have worship at 9 a.m., the Riding Mule Show at 11 a.m., and gospel singing at noon. Did I mention Friday and Saturday? Ham and white bean plates are only 10 bucks from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Visit MuleDay.com for a complete schedule of Mule Day events. And usually it's too late when you realize Welcome back, three dudes with a view. Uh, Tuesday Mule Day edition, Tuesday before Mule Day edition. My name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing, man? I'm doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning. The country that loves its guns more than it loves its children. Oh yeah, wow. right. False narrative. Yeah, wow. false narrative. And you know, like that Democrat said yesterday, if only we had expanded Medicaid in Tennessee, this wouldn't have happened. Uh, well, well North Carolina's expanding Medicaid, making that one point eight billion dollars and helping their people. Okay, so I guess 000. I guess they won't have any school shootings now. All right, <laughs> regular special <laughs> guest dude on Tuesday, uh, native son, favorite son of Columbia, Mr. Ron Hart. How are you? Good morning. All right, and Gabe Howard, uh, friend of the station, Murray County Commissioner, has joined us. How you doing, Gabe? Doing well. Thank you for having me. Good morning, y'all. 
Glad to have you. All right, let's. Uh, I'm going to move on from this shooting business, except, you know, as I was saying earlier, we have noticed here in the last three years uh, getting our finger on the pulse of the community, and, and that's what we do. We try to. Uh, like I said, I've got nothing. Uh, I'm, I've got no problem with transvestite people, uh, and this woman was a transvestite uh, who identified as a male who. Uh, shot, kills. Where did you get that from, Dale? Where did you get that? From? The, uh, I think you're making it. Metro up. Police, sir. The press conference is that, yesterday. Is that, is that, that, that yes, yes. Go watch CNN or whatever from yesterday. CNN and reporting. And, Metro Police told us about it. Yeah, and it's been widely reported. Well, that's it. That's important. Yeah, it that's is more important than the six yeah, dead bodies. Right? And we're about well, there's to, a trend. We're, we're about to tell you why, Mister York. We have noticed a un. You know, I've gotten. I can't imagine their journey, and I've got no problem with transvestite people however we have noticed and from that community an extreme level of vitriol and hate and uh i think we saw an expression of that yesterday and clayton clayton did the google thing over the break clayton tell us what you found the colorado spring shooter identified as non-binary the denver shooter identified as trans the aberdeen shooter identified as trans and uh the nashville shooter identified as trans so it's yeah, kind of a trend. Guy, the guy, girl that attacked David Chappelle in Los Angeles, right, right, on stage, not killed him, but attacked him. We, we, that, that's something you're not going to really see on CNN. A, a, a trend, a national trend of violence by transvestite people and murder. Uh, just like you're not going to see anything about how in New York and other places, black people are perpetuating attacks on Asians and Jews. Uh, violent- so what are Caucasians attacking? Nobody? Well, unless they happen to be transvestite, not much lately. Uh, you know, <laughs> we're, we're going to move on from this. Uh, first of all... I know it's, it's it's hard to talk about it. You don't want to come up with a solution, so let's move Mr. on. Uh, well, maybe we just ban hey, Democrats from hey, getting guns, Mr. You York. Can, you can also argue in your, your community, Afro-American community, yeah. and the trans community, that once you were told by the media to be outraged, the, the trans, trans community has been very quiet for years. I, I don't think there's a transgender shooting that I've ever heard of before this. And so you get constantly told by the media that you're under attack, constantly told that you've been done wrong, like the African-American community. You, you go around with a chip on your shoulder with anger that need not be. You know, there's, I'm, uh, I'm for leaving people who have their lifestyle alone. It's not none of your business. It wasn't the legislature. Well, no one's, no one's well, I, I completely to cancel drag shows that's, that's entertainment. Dolly com- Parton is on T-Pack with drag queens, and you try to cancel all that. You're attacking... Legislatures are attacking people with different lifestyles. Oh, it's, not, York, it's not I, Caucasian not. or black. It's I, just people I, with different lifestyles. I, I completely agree with you, Mr. York, except when you go in a school with two AR-15s, it's time to cap your ass. Uh, and as Clayton has very aptly just pointed out, uh, and this, I, I mean, I can testify to this in my 40 years of experience, Uh the you know if you ban Democrats from having guns, the violent crime rate would drop by ninety seven percent. Why don't we just have sensible gun laws, Delk? I'm not saying ban guns. Your, I own guns. I'm not saying ban your, sensible gun laws. What are, what are sensible gun laws? Background checks. Yeah, I, I, there, are there are background checks. checks. That's nonsense, Mr. That's York. buzzword for ban guns, just like immigration reform is is buzz code word for open borders. You know, uh, Ron Hart, you write this week about. Um, 
Let's see. What's the headline here? Well, it's about the, you began by saying the right-wing conspiracy theorists have been saying that COVID originated in a lab in Wuhan and that China and Anthony Fauci were involved. They insist the arrests over January 6th were unjust. Hunter Biden's laptop was not Russian disinformation, and the deep state is out to get Trump. For those who keeping score at home, conspiracy theories theorists are leading the media about 25 to zip. <laughs> Tell us about it, Ron. <laughs> Well, just generically, this, 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 apparently this prosecutor, I start about these, you know, the, all the things they say, you know, like I list them, you know, and I want to say all your conspiracy theories. So Hunter Biden's laptop, that's Russian disinformation. So the media is just lying to us. The Wuhan thing came from a bat, right? They came right. from the Wuhan virus, came from a bat. Yeah. You know, we're, they were, they, they were really making us believe that. And I said from the beginning, and I was, I was basically caught some heat from it. There's no way it came from a bat. I mean, you got a country of a, 1.6 billion people, a town of 11 million, Wuhan, where the only bioterrorism lab is, and that's where it just happened to come from, a bat from there. It made no sense. And the, but yeah, our government was able to, with the help of the media, tell us for two years or a year and a half, that, oh, yeah, it's not China, it's not, it's not a bioterrorist. It came from a uh, open, wet market bat. Uh-huh. And that shows you just we, Anthony, we fund these Anthony people. Anthony Fauci was just covering his tracks. Ron, exactly. nobody, not one agency has come up with a definitive answer as to where the COVID virus came from. Nobody. You're not going to get it from Communist China. They keep everything secret. So how do you figure? You, you just guess. Well, here's a folks, one fundamental folks thing. Folks, right, right here on WKOM. theories. Why don't we just have one? Well, you know, you say that, you know, the Department of Interior came up with some theory. You know, how about the you know, I don't. I don't know. The Department of Education needs to have a separate study. And why, why don't we got all these divisions up in Washington D.C. that we pay for doing their own studies? Let's just come up with one study, CIA or FBI. Somebody needs to come up with one. None of them are able to determine with definitive answers well, as don't to lie where to us, virus the virus came. Nobody's lying. Everybody's suspecting. Nobody's lying. They suspect, but and then you all take it when someone say, "I suspect this happened." Oh, they're lying to us. No, it's not definite. What, what happened to your DA Bragg <clears throat> getting Trump? Did he decide to cower on that one? Is that like, is that hot crime from 2006? I don't know. As far as yeah, I know, Soros, there's Soros, still, your buddy still Soros working on him. it. Still working on it? Okay. That's, George that's really, Soros. That'll help George Soros. New York a lot. You are so sore about George Soros because he has his own. What about the people that fund the, Democrat, the, the Republican Party? People who yeah. are left-wing. Who? Yeah. The, the guy that had the the, the uh, crypto, he he fund some of the Republicans. No, I, said, I, I think that all went to Democrats. That all went to Democrats, Mr. York. Yeah, that, that, opened up, that opened up the it wrong door there, Mr. The York. Democrats, he funded both of them, Democrats and Republicans. No, he didn't. Like ninety nine percent with the Democrats. They, they made uh, oh, that's the that's the conversation they constantly want to focus on the one percent. Yeah, it's just it's uh, generalization. But they're going to get Trump on this hot crime where, where the Stormy Daniels said didn't happen. And somehow, 2006, the DA in New York with crime, robbery, Asians getting beat up, you know, crime, and stores being broken into, leaving town. They're going to focus on Donald Trump, 2006, at a celebrity golf tournament, a he said, she said deal. 
Is that a good well, use of tax what, dollars? Whatever, your... what, whatever they focus on, he, his butt needs to be in jail. Let's just lock up. Folks, you are seeing, you are seeing Democratic been, hate and disinformation been, on full display it's today. It's crazy. It's been a witch hunt. It is a witch hunt. Sacrifices and salutes the the riot on January 6th at a rally and put his hand over his He just needs to be in jail because I don't like him, says Mr. York. You talking about Uh, hate? You always talk about hate, Mr. York. I don't hate him. I just dislike him as a leader, as a political leader in this country. You said lock him up. I don't hate anybody. That's visceral hate. I just dislike his actions. We have a democracy and you have one guy that destroys, tries to destroy the whole caboodle of democracy in this country. Uh, it's crazy. Yes, you all idolize him and See, kiss all the Democrat buzzwords. Sensible gun laws. Destroy democracy. Uh, Government on tax. Pay your fair share. And, you got and Ron, buzzwords. Ron, you write in your column this week, uh, and boy, are we seeing it on full display. Uh, Ron writes, instead of trying to win over voters by putting forward the best thinking in the marketplace of ideas, Democrats use government to force people to do what they want them to do. If the people do not, then the Dems use their intermittent control of government's brute force and their perpetual control of deep state bureaucracies to go after their enemies. I don't know what Democrat that's forced anybody to do anything. Look down in Florida and you see a a Republican that's forcing people take books off shelves, not say this, don't say that. That's where the GOP goes wrong, and the voters will determine well, your favorite who they want to lead in the future. Your the favorite, voters will determine. Your favorite, Andy Ogles, was elected because Democrats and Republicans force people to wear masks uh, and get vaccines. And, and live. Ron DeSantis didn't do it, so 86,000 people died in Florida from COVID. Okay. Well, that's a percent that's in New York, New Jersey. And you don't you and you deny that Democrats force people to do anything, Mr. York. The yellow hero uh, Cuomo. We, we right? allow the people to, to have a de- Democrat and then opinion. hit it. He hit it. Yeah, he hit it. He, he gave daily. He, he lectured the country daily in his press conference how great he was. Did he win an Emmy? He, he won an Emmy, York. I think. Yeah. Was he a Democrat? Yeah, I think so. Miss yeah. <laughs> York. Yeah, we we just we we've got you. This morning, or, or you're getting yourself. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. We're about. To... I just think. I just think people ought to open up their eyes. You see what's happening in this country, and you, you all put a mirror in front of you, going Mr. down York. the darn tubes, yeah. and, and you 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 support anybody who talks Who's in against charge? the You guys in charge. Yeah, what, what we need to open our eyes to is that Clayton has found out and pointed out something that nobody else has told the American people. It's not guns that are causing these mass shootings. It's transvestites. Guns. It's, it's, it's guns, Delk. They're using guns it's, that they it's shouldn't be people, using. It's people, Mr. York. It's angry, it is people. angry transvestites. That's the, hey, Mr. York. The, what, the last trans- six serial no killings are angry transvestites. In every case, what's the one common factor that... that Mental health. Angry no, transvestites. Mental health and people. Those people are not okay. Around. They're going Trans- in there and shooting transvestites. people. Mental health. The last six serial oh, killings were perpetrated by transvestites, people. It, All right. It, if you had mental health as an issue, you'd lock up every American in this country. Uh, there, there was the mental health issue where a friend, uh, this transvestite texter, a friend of hers, they called, she called the police that never came, basically. They wouldn't respond to it, so there was there were some some signs that the police your your favorite thing big government police failed to respond to. 
All right, let's take a break. We're going to talk to Gabe Howard about what's going on here locally with the Republican Party. I'm not sure. I'm, I may have to tell it because I'm. I don't know why. This is like the uh, uh, in lieu of tax agreement with Saturn. Everybody just gets sealed lips, uh, and then goes on face, and then goes on Facebook to spread a bunch of lies and disinformation and babbling, incoherent babbling. You know. I, so let's, let's come back. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Ram owners know tough, and they know what they want. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us to have a huge inventory. Call or stop by to talk to one of our Jeep or Ram product specialists, and we will help you build your dream ride. You can count on us. Choose a 1500, 2500, or 3500. Pick the power, options, even the color you want. Buy online and save time with our online shopping tool. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Let's talk about antique versus vintage jewelry. Did you know antique jewelry is over 100 years old and vintage is 50 to 100 years? Tillis Jewelry, located downtown Columbia, has a wonderful collection from Georgian, Victorian, Edwardian, and Art Deco. We select every piece for their timeless beauty. Stop by and select your favorite piece. Jewelry to last a lifetime. Remember, Tillis Jewelry, your antique and vintage jewelry store. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. Vintage doesn't always mean long-lasting. As your home systems age, your repair costs, utility bills, and breakdowns rise. During Hiller's Vintage Showdown, we're giving away a free new system to the owner of the oldest HVAC unit. Submit a picture of your old equipment online to see if you qualify as the winner. Everybody wins with trade-in credits plus 0% financing for up to 48 months with approved credit on select new HVAC systems. Enter to win now at happyhiller.com. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Murray County Volunteer Firefighters provide fire and rescue services to Murray County residents like you. I'm Savannah Madison, Public Information Officer with Murray County Fire. Our department serves over 600 square miles, and as a volunteer department, we rely on community donations to operate. You can also support by joining our department. We help you obtain the certifications to become a support member or firefighter. Learn more about making a tax-deductible donation or becoming a firefighter at murraycountyfiretn.org. That's murraycountyfiretn.org. Are you looking for a fun event to take the family to? Harmon Scrap Metal is hosting an Easter egg hunt on April 8th from 2 to 4 p.m. at Woodland Park in the Fallen Heroes Shelter. 
This will be fun for the whole family. We will have food trucks, prizes, and photos with the Easter Bunny. Come on out and support local. Start times vary by age. Visit our Facebook page, Harmon Scrap Metal, for more information. Hello, this is Sergeant Brian Goats with Columbia Police Department. As a friendly reminder, the annual Mule Day Parade is Saturday, April 1st. Road closures will take effect from 7 a.m. to noon. Motorists traveling in Columbia that morning should expect delays around Garden and Carmack, West 7th, and Murray County Park. Follow our Facebook page at Columbia PDTN for the most up-to-date information. You want to grill out, but the price of meat has been skyrocketing at the supermarket. So how about 20 ribeyes for $39.99? Prime House Direct, America's number one online butcher, is having a gigantic four-day sale. Tomorrow through Saturday, 8 a.m. till 7 p.m. Rain or shine. At Marvin's. 860 North Ellington Parkway, Lewisburg. Look for the big truck. And the big tent. 20 ribeyes, $39.99. Cases of fillets, New York strips, Delmonico's, boneless chicken breast, and even large shrimp with wholesale boxes of individual prime portions vacuum seals for law freezer life 20 ribeyes 39.99 accepting cash credit debit card and ebt 20 ribeyes 39.99 stop by and register to win our one thousand dollar prime steak chicken pork and seafood package along with a free freezer no purchase necessary 20 ribeyes 39.99 at marvin's 860 north ellington parkway lewisburg tomorrow through saturday 8 a.m till 7 p.m rain or shine online at the primehousedirect.com Look over yonder What do you see? The sun is rising Most definitely Alright, Tommy James and the Shondells, folks. We're bumping now. I don't know what... Ron, Miss York, that song comes from our era. I don't know, at various times if I heard it to be a love song or a song about shooting heroin, I don't know, really, I don't know. <laughs> but whatever. It's a good one. You didn't hit a blunt in your days, Del? Uh, never been big on that, Miss York. Uh, but, uh, I, I mean, I got, I don't have any. <laughs> hey, I got a lot of friends that did it, I know. I'll say it for you. Well, you know. <laughs> I guess I don't want to get off on a tangent, but uh, I've right. I, I practiced law for four, criminal law for 40 years, and I never saw anybody, you know, have a wreck, beat their wife, rob a store, or anything else because of marijuana. It just, it just didn't happen. Uh, so, anyway, there's that. Um, but, folks, let's get off. Uh, you know, in county government, the, the, this, is, this is another subject nobody seems to want to talk about. Uh, and it's like the uh, in lieu of tax payments by GM, you know, nobody in county government or the industrial development board. Will, I mean, you ask them about it, and their lips just go sealed, you know, and uh, it makes you suspect that something's awry there, uh, that that the county is not getting the appropriate in lieu of tax payments from GM, and that nobody's doing anything about it. That, that's certainly a logical conclu- conclusion to draw from the thundering silence we get on those that subject from our county officials uh and in a separate matter where 
we're not you know people are getting on facebook saying all sorts of crazy things often incoherent often on what they think are shared facts and assumptions which are not in fact shared that facts or assumptions people are talking about the reorganization of the republican party here in murray county uh it's required by the state party every two years uh, and it's supposed to be happening right now with the Murray County Republican Party. Last, uh, last night? Yeah, it was supposed to happen last night, where a, a new chair, current chair, is a uh, you know, friend of this station, regular special guest to Debbie Matthews. Uh, and she's, as far as we know, running for re-election. I think there's a challenger. Who's the challenger, Clayton? Jerry Bridenbaugh. Jerry Bridenbaugh is, is the challenger. Uh, and... Uh, at least from what I, what I can sort out from all the stuff being tossed around is that Debbie, as chair, uh, about a month or two ago, uh, announced that for you, you got to you, you, to vote for the new chair, you could be either a bona fide Republican, and that word makes me cringe, but a bona fide Republican is if you, you go out to the you know the uh, uh, the county election, uh, yeah, you know, election. You know, you can you, you can't find out how people voted, but you can find out. Uh, public record reveals whether or not you voted in the Democratic or Republican primary, or none of the above. And to be a bona fide Republican, my understanding is you're supposed to have voted uh, in the Republican primary in at least the last three out of four elections. Or, you know, if you just moved here from California or, you know, maybe had COVID while you're supposed to be voting, you can have other people vouch for you that you are, in fact, a Republican and, and be allowed to vote on in this reorganization for the chair. Um, and apparently what's being said is that Debbie announced, uh, you know, a month or so ago that and as chair, she makes the rules. As sitting chair, uh, that if you uh, are a vouch for Republican or a bona fide Republican, you would be able to vote on the new chair. Well, then apparently in the last few days or a week, what's being reported is that in a meeting, which bizarrely included Scott Golden, the state chair, and that's what I'm, you know. This is not the state chair's business, and why he comes down and get him, gets involved in it, I don't know. The state party apparatus has been a dismal spectacle of filth. Uh, they're the ones who, you know, blocked out two real Republicans running in the Republican primary for uh, the 5th Congressional District seat. Three. three. Clayton's got three fingers up. You know, Scott Golden's a slime ball, and the state party's a slime ball, and now, and now the appears that the local Republican Party is seems to be getting down there in the pigs with the pigs too. Uh, Debbie announced that that <clears throat> no, that wasn't true. That you had to be a bona fide Republican and a vouch for Republican uh, would not be able to vote in the election for the new chair which was supposed to happen last night uh it's been postponed uh and the allegation running around out there is that by excluding vouch for republicans that it would give the advantage to this uh to debbie and her uh 
reelection contest against what's his name? Jerry Broadball. Jerry Broadball. So that's that's the nub of it, and that's that's a legitimate controversy. I mean, I can I can understand why people would be uh, upset by that, think that the game was being rigged or manipulated or what have you. And, and Delk, I, th- I think it you know it really starts back at the core. Um, you go back and you focus last year. Um, there was a process where when they were looking for candidates for the Republican Party, um, there were no quote-unquote bona fide Republicans that were able to run, um, you know, especially in the newer uh, new generation of folks getting involved yeah. in politics. Primaries, uh, I mean, you can ask some people, they don't even know what a primary is. Why are you um, moving here from California? Why would you even vote in a primary? Because the it, Democrats going to get elected, it, you know. Exactly. And so, so you go back to last year and you look at last year, um, there were several people that uh, didn't fit, you know, that qualification. And, you know, they were begging people to run. They were getting people to run against current sitting, you know, Republicans. Um, you know, that's that's caused discourse in this party. This is happening all across the state. Williamson County, um, I believe that Murray County is following Williamson County's playbook and, and you know, delaying and now canceling, and there there is still no date on the books. And so um, I, I just think that there needs to be light brought to this overarching conversation of, you know, here at a local level, um, we have got voter suppression at its core. And so last year, you were Republican enough to put forth candidates that, uh, you know, are fighting for local conservative issues. But this year, we want to enforce, you know, this bona fide, um, you know, statute of three out of four primaries. And, and ultimately, there's just so many, uh, so many things over the last year. The Republican Party numbers have been shrinking at the meetings. Uh, we've got, you know, leader at the helm that, uh, you know, discussed uh, over talks, yells in the meetings, um, talks about national rhetoric that has no business in our local party conversations. Um, we need a we need a leader that you know promotes unity within the party. We need a leader that focuses on local issues and in local politics. Um, bringing local education into the party and conversation. And so, you know, I'm here today supporting Jerry Broadenball in that effort. Um, you know, there, there's been lots of fear mongering that's going around in the conversation. You can follow it on Facebook. Um, don't let that distract you. Um, that's misinformation at its core. Uh, there are, you know, allegations and accusations being made. Um, I'm not going to speak to those today. That's not my place today. And, and, and really, I don't want to get into the minutia of that conversation. But, um, you know, this idea that we are uh, not supporting candidates that, that, you know, were put forth last year, and, and very specifically, one month ago, I sat in that room and I could not believe the things that I heard and the condescending conversations for people that are representing our community that, that you know, are elected officials and the way that they were treated by, um, you know, state, state executive uh, committee members. Um, unprofessional, just unbelievable, quite frank, frankly. And so, now, what know, meeting was this game? 
the uh, monthly GOP meeting where you know they brought brought in uh, Scott Golden, uh, Chris Morris, and uh, Angie McClanahan. Um, you know that was all orchestrated. It was a conversation piece. Uh, you know, to where they could they could pass the buck and hey, this is not a local decision. I don't, I don't think much of any of those folks. Uh, what were they? You know, they, they were there. Name, to, name, name names. What were they saying about local people? Well, they, they're the ones that came in and basically said, basically uh, said, if hey, you're, you're, if you're vouched for, you cannot vote. You cannot vote. And so, you know, you've got very specific situations, uh, myself included, and, and I don't care to put myself out there. Um, we were moving from Williamson County, and, and there was a weird transition period where we were still registered in Williamson, but then we got our Murray County license, and uh, we were in that transition period where uh, we actually couldn't vote at either place. We yeah. tried, and and so people are uh, moving in here all the time, and they of course they're Republican. The, the, I mean, the problem is, um, you know, the lo- local bylaws allow for vouching, although you know it's the whole hey, good for me, not for thee right now today conversation and so um it's voter suppression at its core folks get out there get informed uh reach out to me reach out to some of the other folks that are part of the party we want to bring local unity back to the party um we need to be involved at every local level as possible and folks Um, the other thing that's out there though that's just again i i hate to get down with the pigs and get into the cesspool of the internet lord it just gives me the makes me feel dirty but uh that there's been a security breach of uh that's why the vote was delayed that's why the vote was delayed last night and you know the the allegation or the belief there among many is that the vote was delayed because debbie uh sensed that she was going to lose to brydenbaum uh and 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 she's just delaying the truth um and the the truth will prevail but the Uh, truth is the most important the, the data breach is nothing more than uh, Ray Jeter used the uh, email list that the Murray County Republican Party has of its letters to send out an email to some people. And it wasn't an email where you could even tell who the recipients were. You know you know how you do. You, you send a blind copy to the list. And so, you know, you you, you got the email, but the, the, uh, the other uh, recipients of the email were not visible to you. Uh, and that's the data breach that is supposed, yeah, they, they, that is supposedly a big disaster uh, for the Republican Party, and per, people's personal information has been revealed. Not even their name and email address has been revealed. Well, that's yeah, a, and, and I'm not going to get into that again. That's that's conversation for another day. At the end of the well, day, it's folks, a conversation that's there, been had out there by the, our listeners right now. Th- there is misinformation out there. I recommend reaching out to the folks that. Uh, you know, are active on that that uh, some of those threads. You know, ask for the truth because the truth is being uh, withheld, and uh, the fear mongering tactics they've got to stop. It's that's a constant battle for Debbie Matthews, and um, we need to bring local unity back to the party. Get out there, support Jerry Broadenball for chair of the Murray County Republican Party, folks, and uh, the facts matter. All right, we're getting out of here. Uh, from local skullduggery in the Republican Party to a national, <laughs> a, 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 I love it. A national trend of serial killings by transvestites that nobody else discovered or reported on.